Unapologetic Podcast. I'm Sir Goodwin Live, and we have an unusual setup today. The actual factual Kim Smith is on vacation, but and we all deserve a vacation every now and then. We are sponsored by Jars by Jasmine and Zelia Rose Boutique. They are also sponsored by Black Love Series. And our Super Soul Saving Sunday. So today we get to combine Black Love Super Soul Saving Sundays with the Whitlocks. How are you all doing tonight? Good. Good. Say that again. Super, Super Soul, soul Saving. Saving. Super Soul Saving. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and we have the Whitlocks in. Jamal and Tierra Whitlock, and you see that they have come prepared to let us know who's the hubby and who's the wifey. <laughs> they have on matching sweats uh, hoodies today. Very nice. Thank you all for participating in I the apology. My mother-in-law purchased us these. That is nice. That is nice. Shout out to Prophet Wilkinson. And I already can't fit. <laughs> already, it looks pretty good. I so, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, you're still in pretty good shape. Tiara, how are you? I'm good. You're no stranger to the Unapologetic no, Podcast. Yes. Yes, yes. we had you on a Wednesday yes. show, mm-hmm. and you didn't know too many of the topics, uh, but you were you were good when we talked about you and <laughs> you being a prophet and all of that good stuff. <laughs> Jamal is no uh, stranger to the Unapologetic Podcast. You you used to hear his voice a lot in the background, but we've gotten you on a couple of a politics shows, one or two politics shows that you participated in with uh, Brother Tavares and uh, Gerard. So oh, yes. Um, yes, I remember that. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yes. So <laughs> welcome back to our Black Love Series, and we are sponsored by Zelia Rose Boutique and Jars by Jasmine, Zelia Rose, Z A L E A Rose.com. You can go there, they're black owned, and you can get matching clothes for yourself and baby Wavy. Okay, they do have women and daughters uh, 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 apparel. Is it brick and mortar or is it only online? It is only online right now. Okay. But okay. nowhere but up. Nowhere but up yeah. for Azalea Rose Boutique. And uh, you all have had Jars by Jasmine before. And uh, we, they are proud sponsors. So, the Whitlocks, welcome. How did you all meet? When and where? And how? Who wants to start us off? Jamal's share his version of. Okay, so there are two versions. There are two versions. There's one version. (laughs) The version he tells, though, I'm always curious to see which one he'll (laughs) (laughs) Which one will he pick today? Yeah. Uh, We met on the campus of uh, Howard University. False. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We we met in Mariano's. False. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, All the versions he likes to tell that are. So we met online. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we met online, and, and it's it is 2021. So that is uh, pretty common. What what right. year was this? Ooh, now that uh, four years ago, whatever whatever that was. Okay. 2018. So you met in 2018? It was January. January, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I don't know. That was, uh, y'all moved pretty quickly, huh, with this black love. All right. Uh, January 2018 online. And uh, was this Christian Mingle? Was this... uh, (laughs) Black people meet. Right. (laughs) Black people eat. It was... No. Uh, no. Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Yes. Okay, Cupid. Ah, okay, Cupid. Okay. He messaged me because he wasn't even in my feed for me to swipe right or right or left. Oh, he didn't meet the qualifications. Excuse me. He wasn't in my feed, but I saw I was, a message from him. That was too dark. <laughs> and his pictures, yes, his pictures. He had pictures from very far away because mm-hmm. of his profession. But he had a smile that reminded me of my father's smile. My father smiled with all his teeth and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. So we got to um, messaging back and forth. And then we um, had our first meetup at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, you know what? I have to stop because on this show, we get a lot of dating and relationship stuff. And a lot of the girls, they think that a Buffalo Wild Wings is just too, you know, beneath them for a first well, date. You see, I said our first meetup. Oh, okay. It's their first date. Oh, okay. It was our first okay. meetup in person. Okay. That was at Buffalo Wild Wings um, where we met each other in person for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I had taken great pains to look nice. I came home from work, changed clothes, did all these things, and I went into Buffalo Wild Wings. And the security guard was talking to some gentleman in like sweats or something. And I walked past one way looking for the <laughs> I walked past them again with the other direction. And on my third pass, Jamal kept talking, reached out his hand, and grabbed my arm. <laughs> I was the gentleman in sweats like, talking to the security me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So he let me walk past him several times, still talking, mm. and then finished his conversation. Mm. Then we had our first official meeting in person. And I was just like, no, he didn't just let me walk past him several times. So you he know, didn't uh, start uh, off on a good foot wow. at all. He didn't okay. pause to say, hey, Tierra, it's me, Jamal. He kept talking and just reached out his arm and finished his conversation, and then we went and had some curly fries. Curly fries? Yes. Y'all had no wings? I, I don't like wings. I had wings. Oh, okay. He had wings. Mind you, it was her. Uh, it, it was her choice to go to Buffalo Wild. Well, it was still the only place that was still open when I got off work. So. So we met like at eight o'clock. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Uh, she she said, "Let's go to Buffalo Wild." I was like, "This." We, we met online, so I'm sh- sure she wanted to go to some place that had a lot of people mm-hmm. in there. And, uh, and so I was like, okay. interesting. She wanted to go to Buffalo you know, Wild Wings, my kind of girl. Was, you know what I'm saying? This is going to be a Tuesday. I would have said, like, Starbucks. Was it a Tuesday or Thursday when you get the special? 
love a barefoot Contessa and always <gasps> love a food. Yes. You like barefoot Contessa? Yeah, yeah. Man, you know I love my She talks so sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I love barefoot. I'm mean, wishing I was Jeffrey sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's her white husband. <laughs> I guess I'll have to Google her after yes, the show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he reminded of the food. Okay. And, uh, I liked how he prayed for the food when he blessed the table. Okay. When our food came, I was like, oh, okay. He had a really good prayer. And he made me laugh. So I was like, oh, he's he's uh, he will qualify for a date. So he made up for it during our meetup. Okay, then what was the first date? Hooters. Right. She kept choosing these queens. I love chicken. I eat chicken every day. So she chose Hooters next. Uh, and she she didn't eat any wings either. She had clam chowder. So I'm like, she didn't eat clam chowder. You know what I'm saying? We can't, you know, I had a, a beer like this big. And she didn't drink on either one of the dates. Uh, and she still doesn't. You know, not, not much. Uh, but... So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. This woman don't really drink, and she going to all these kind of lowbrow places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. You yeah. know, I like I like cheap dates, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like low, not not that you're low maintenance, but right. you know, just keep it simple. You don't have to, you know, just spend all the money so soon. You know, not so soon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 this <guy> right. <laughs> Okay, now uh, it is February 2021. It's Black History Come Month, on. the last day of Black History Month. And uh, I, I just I just paid rent. I'm just really not happy about this. But um, January 2018, this is um, three years. So we said January 2018, you all moved pretty quickly. No, we dated for two years. We so dated for two. <laughs> 18, 19. So it was the 2018 then. We got married in 2020. And it's 2021. No, y'all got married in 2019. Yeah, you got yeah. married in 2019. April. So, yeah, it's been, it's been four years. Whatever, so whatever that is. So 2017. 2017. 2017. Yeah. Okay. It's been four years. We so dated for two years. What, yeah. Jamal, what was it about Tierra that at your older age... You, I'll be forty. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> you. Damn, don't remind me. Yeah. You said this is the one that she is marriage material. Okay, uh, that's a good question. I should have anticipated that. Uh, so the bottom line is, we traveled several times together mm-hmm. uh, while we were dating. Mm-hmm. While we were in Mexico City, mm-hmm. that kind of solidified it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew I wanted to marry her because the when we were traveling, we, it was on my birthday, and she was just so like you know I'm kind of haphazard. I'm kind of like. Uh, any laissez-faire, anything goes, anytime, any place. I like to walk on my vacations, and we walked a lot through the ruins, the Mayan ruins, and, and we walked. I tricked her into walking, like we walked four miles on my birthday. Yes, oh my goodness! Uh, and there were very, there was no, there was no complaining. Okay. There was no complaining 
on my on, on right. during this trip. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, she's a great travel. Anybody I can travel with and not argue. Historically, I think I have been traveling people and you witnessed it a couple times. And we argue and fight on the trips and stuff like that. And I was like, this woman, this first time like I've been on a trip with somebody and there's been no drama. Mm -hmm. It was just great. From and in addition to that, like I went out at night by myself. Mm -hmm. Like we had walked off, hung out all during the day. And she's like, Jamal, I just want to sit in the room. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you can go out if you mm -hmm. want to. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was kind of cool the way she, and, I was, and so when I came back from that trip, I was like, see somebody I, I want to marry, mm -hmm. you know? And so I started planning in my head. Mm -hmm. It still took like five months, six mm -hmm. months for me to do it. But at, at that point I was like, yeah, I can marry her. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. uh, it was just like, I love to travel. Mm -hmm. She loves to travel. And we mesh well on our trips together. So mm -hmm. that, that's pretty much it. And what made you say yes when he proposed to you? What made you say yes? I'm going to spend the rest of my life with Jamal. Well, he had already passed my screeners early, okay. <laughs> early in our dating process. Um, I had things up before the Lord that I knew I wanted in a husband, mm -hmm. and he had all those markers. He was a God fearing man. He was a family man. I loved how he had love for his family. Mm -hmm. um, he wanted to have children, which was something I wanted. He didn't have any of his own at the time, I, which wasn't a deal breaker, but it was something on my list anyway. Um, we're able to talk about faith together. I love how he, he were, like I said before, he even with his smile, he reminds me of my, my father, but he reminds me of my father, even in how gentle he is with people. He's a giver. He's a very uh, heart-filled person. So if there's a way he can help, he's looking to help. If he's going to, you know, sometimes to his own detriment, it's like, babe, why were you like, oh, somebody, you know, was stuck on the side. I had to stop him. So he's one of those that will stop and help, and I appreciated that about him. So very early on when we were dating, I liked him a lot, and mm -hmm. it was very scary for me because I'm like, I'm, I'm, as you alluded, we're older. So it's like, I'm not <laughs> She looks much older than me, but yeah, she does. I'm not about to waste Excuse my time on another person, my emotions. So I spent a lot of time praying because I'm like, God, if it's something about him that I'm supposed to see, let me see it now. If it's red flags, wave them now so I don't get invested into somebody and then have to like break up sooner than I would, you know, otherwise. So I got peace in my heart about mm -hmm. the situation. Mm -hmm. So I was just waiting around. For mm -hmm. I'm a man. It took me longer to come to that conclusion that I wanted to marry. Was it was it hard for you to not express that you were ready for marriage? Was it was it hard for you to kind of maybe tone down? Because I know that sometimes if you give too much, that can be a turnoff. It can be scary. So the fact that you knew. In about what about a year you knew about a year in about or so six, it was early wow oh, okay three to six months okay I was like oh my goodness okay like, I knew I could marry him at three at six months probably I was like yeah I want to marry mm -hmm. but it wasn't hard necessarily I think I did drop hints did I drop hints uh, I think I did mm -hmm. and I knew I think I did tell him like I wouldn't go past two years of dating without oh like, lord here we go a ring. 
Because, um, as you alluded, we're older. <laughs> Two years of my life is like. But sometimes, a lot of time. but with, with people, we I feel like when people put a time frame on you, you and then you leave, then you start over from scratch True. again. You but just when really. I put that, timeline there too that's your open door too be like you know what in two years i know i'm gonna feel the same way Let's okay just... let me say this and so i wasn't coming every week like you know you got to i never she I never said explicitly that like i think uh, I if you don't marry me that's it mm-hmm. right i, I never felt uh and pressure i mm-hmm. never felt pressure you right. you all know me i'm not pressure. uh one to succumb to uh <laughs> pressure uh and so she didn't do that to me and I, I appreciated that too. She gave me space uh, to make my own decision, you know. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. I wanted to marry her, and that's why I asked her to marry me. Um, I think I had never thought about it before. Um, I thought about it in a like a business kind of way. Like I know uh, one of my former girlfriends got pregnant. I, I was like, okay, so I need to marry her. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so. Well, she lost her baby, so that was it wasn't an issue, right? And then before that, I was like, well, I'm with this person so long. Okay, should I marry this person? You get what I mean? It was never out of me saying, you know what? This is a person I love. I want to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. That was her on that trip to uh, Mexico City. And I remember staring at her one night, the night we were there. Uh, at night she was sleeping. I was staring at her and looking in her eyes, and she coughed in my face. I <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Was it a soft cough or was it a cough that Chris just did on the fly show? <laughs> it was like a cig- she never smoked but like a cigarette cough. I'm like, this nigga that coughed in my damn face. <laughs> I'm like, I'm staring lovingly at her face. I said, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, you know, that's my wife right there. I, I love this woman right here. So I, let me make this whole, let me make this right. I didn't know the right way to do it. Uh, there's, you know, there was no, in my family, my mother and father were never married. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a lot of marriages in my family. Mm-hmm. So there was no blueprint. I never really wanted to be married. I just knew this concept is out there. I understand that God created marriage and that's the way he wants it to mm-hmm. be. But I didn't, I never really considered it and thought it through like that. I was like, we cool being together, you know, living together. That's just the way things are done in my family. That's mm-hmm. the history. But I understand mm-hmm. now uh, in my older age, since we talking like that, okay. that this is something since the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. God created marriage and mm-hmm. Adam and Eve. So I, I understand that he wants that for us. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Right. I uh, was privileged to be at the wedding on April 6th of 2019. Yeah. And uh, I was able to stand beside Jamal uh, as you all uh, exchanged mm-hmm. nuptials and became one under God. Tell us on this Super Soul Saving Sunday. Super Soul Saving Sunday. Tell us about uh, the power of God and how important it uh, was and is for you to uh, have God in your marriage. So uh, I knew very early on that she loved the Lord. And let me just say this, when we were dating, like officially dating, 
I didn't have a church home. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing she did tell me is if we're going to continue doing this, you need to find you a a place of worship. Mm -hmm. She said, you don't have to come to my church, but I would prefer that you found a place of God to worship than a pastor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had just, I had left the church uh, a couple years prior to that and I really had started working and I hadn't gone to church. So one of the things I knew that she cared deeply about was her faith. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that uh, that is the center of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that is that is the thing that we talk about most. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the news. It's not our baby. Uh, it's about Christ. When we Our most deep conversations that we have is about the Lord, our God. And so I, I appreciate that. I have my own personal relationship with the Lord. I knew the Lord prior to her. I think she rekindled something in me, though. Um, and I appreciate that about her because that faith and family, that's my thats thats my jam. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what I care most deeply about. Um, and I'm, I only have my family because of God. Mm-hmm. And so he is at the center. I, I, that's not lip service. Mm-hmm. He's at the center of our lives. And I'm, I'm just grateful. Just on this super soul saving Sunday. Super soul <laughs> saving Sunday. Uh, I think it's important too because yeah. when you have God as the, like they say at weddings all the time, if you have God as your third party in your marriage, I think it takes some of the weight off to where I may be frustrated, and because I know that God is the center of our marriage, before I'm going to complain to my girlfriend about something Jamal has done. I'm going to talk to God about it. Mm -hmm. And I may still go complain to my girl, but I'm still, you know, I'm allowing him to... uh, Be the mediator. Right. So I may go to God to complain about something Jamal did, and God will show me something that I did that kicked it off. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't even notice what I said or what I did, or it'll calm me down to see the situation differently and say, mm-hmm. you know what, Jamal is right. Or, you know, I didn't do this right, or I didn't verbalize this correctly so I can go back and make it right. Or even if there is no realization that happens on my end, I can just give him to God and be like, God, that's your person. You created him. You know what's going on. I need you to fix this because if I do it, I'm people are going to be hurt more than they should be. Mm-hmm. So I think it just helps to have that extra party to where I'm not pouring out on him more than necessary. And I have a place to go to that I, you know, I, my safe place is with my husband and with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So if I have something that I can't share with someone else, I can go to God about it and not feel like I'm, you know, wasting my time because mm-hmm. I have that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And then even together, if we have something we're facing together, we can go to the Lord together and pray and yeah, together and seek his face. And, you know, I think that's very important because a lot of times you, in other relationships, you don't have that outlet. Mm-hmm. You don't have that third anchor to get you back straight or that you can run to when you're in trouble. Like, if we're in trouble and we neither one of us knows who to go to and we don't have God, then what it, you know, we're both lost. So I think it's really important uh, to have him as a anchor in your marriage. That's good stuff from you both. Um, without asking the question, you answered the questions on my notes and that oh, is uh, how important is prayer and communication in your relationship. And it seems like 
you know, you all have that lifeline to Jesus. And uh, it's all wrapped up in your relationship and your marriage. So communication and prayer and God and the love that you have for one another all is one. Yeah. Um, and we still have yeah. our, like, we have very different communicator styles. <laughs> very much so, especially when uh, we're angry or upset. I know I'm, uh, I can shout or I can get louder. You can? Oh. Maybe shrill in your ears, but yes, I can. <laughs> and he has his way of doing, like, I n- notice with my husband, he he likes, like he said, laissez-faire. He likes to put things off, so to speak. If he says he's taking out the trash on Monday, it may still be there on Wednesday. Whereas I, <laughs> if I take it out, I say I'm taking it out on Monday, I'm taking it out on Monday. Yeah. So I notice we have those different, so it's still, we're still in that learning process. And thank God for yeah. Jesus. Because, you know, there are times where it's just like he may say one thing and I, and me hearing you taking out the trash on Monday, I, I'm looking like this trash. She's looking to, to, for it to Tuesday be taken morning, out. And I'm yeah. like, yes. well, he said yes. he was taking it out. It's not taken out. And God has allowed me to close my mouth mm-hmm. sometimes and allow him to do it on his time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm sure that I, I nitpick with him. So I'm sure he can share some things where I communicate differently. Uh, you know, it, it, she's, she's very matter of fact, you know. Uh, that are <laughs> she's always gentle, mm-hmm. uh, but I know that she just lets you know she. I'm more of like she said. I'm a procrastinator. I put things off. I do things last minute. She's on time. I'm not on time. Uh, these are kind of the things that we hashed out. We didn't live together prior to getting married, mm-hmm. so. Really, we had our counseling sessions, which were very fruitful, yes. right? We learned a lot about each other in our counseling sessions. We had a uh, wonderful counselor, uh, and we learned a lot about each other. That's important. I think if I can recommend something, I think we're going to continue our counseling once we get past this COVID stuff, because I think it's important. But we, you got to really communicate with one another and learn one another's styles, you know? And so we didn't live together, so we learned a lot of stuff on the fly. Yeah. And so I know my, my wife is literal. I'm not. <laughs> so if I say I'm going to take that out to college Monday, I might get to it Wednesday. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm going to take it out. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I'm going to take it out Monday. I just, but so that, those are points of contention with us. And we're learning, we're learning mm-hmm. constantly how to deal with one another. Mm-hmm. And so that's important. And so as long as it's done in love uh, and dealing with one another in love, you know, it, it works out for us. You know, I'm not calling out a name. You know, B, I told you, I'll take it out. You know, no. I'm saying, okay, baby, I got you. You know, and I'm, I'm trying to get it done. And that's discipline for me because I come from a family. We call you a B and a me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You catch me on a bad day, I might still call you a B. I will, as a matter of fact, call you a B. You know, so she don't come from that kind of family. They're very gentle with one another. They... Um, they encu- and we encourage each other in my family, uh, but we do it in different. We we're hard in our family. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my grandma, my my grandma is called grandma, called me B, and you know the H word, you know mm-hmm. the whore, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's, but that's the way we dealt with each other. I can't do that with my wife. That's not uh, that's not appropriate. First off, but she don't receive the hard uh, kind of talk mm-hmm. as well as. When we talk to each other, mm-hmm. we might call each other out our names, but 
She don't. That's not the way. I had to learn that. You know. Um, how how did her family, Tierra's family and friends, embrace you? And I just put up a Facebook status the other day about people coming in and having their phone face down. And Jamal does that all the time. That really is. Can you turn that phone up, please? Thank you so much. We need to see everything. Uh, <laughs> you see right now. But uh, how did uh, Tierra's family and friends uh, embrace you? Uh, you know what? They embraced me right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I treat them just like I treat you. Mm-hmm. I don't curse at them. That's that's probably the only. Then I, I would like for you to <laughs> I would like for you to implement that starting today. <laughs> I, uh, but I I treat them. I joke with them. You, I, it's just I joke with them in a different way. Mm-hmm. But I you know make fun of them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom, same thing. Mm-hmm. She's a pastor of a mm-hmm. church. But her mom will tell you that when she deals with Jamal, I treat her like I treat my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I joke with my mom. Like, you know, I poke fun at my mom. And I do the same thing with her mother. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they see the authenticity with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the same person behind closed doors that I am, in, in, you know, in front. You, get, you see me, you get me. You know, same thing. Like my wife, I didn't pretend with my wife. I make noises, I'm loud, I'm boy, you know, and she'll tell you behind the scenes, I'm the same Jamal. Yeah. I'm making noises, I'm jumping around, I get up happy every day. Yeah. I, you know, so uh, her family, friends, they took me, you know, they took me as I am, authentic. Yeah, I remember being at Fridays uh, with you two and a group of other people. I can't remember who they were. And um, <laughs> she... Uh, you would be in Jamal, and she would just sit there like this, like, "Lord, what is going on?" Here? <laughs> I knew what I was saying. And I said, "Yeah, Jamal needs somebody with that type of patience that's gonna let him be him, and definitely not trying to outdo." His oh, antics, because yeah. then it would be a circus. So, uh, yes, that was uh, good stuff. Tierra, what about you? Uh, how did your, how did uh, Jamal's family and friends embrace you? I think it was the same. They did embrace me. Um, I think they uh, learned quickly that we were almost opposites, like mm-hmm. I was very quiet. But they respect did who I am, like they were trying to make me come out of my shell. I've had other people try to do that, like, oh, you gotta talk or come, you know. They mm. included me, they um, treat me like family. So mm-hmm. I appreciate his family too for mm-hmm. the way that they accepted me for me, mm-hmm. who I am, and not mm-hmm. trying to change me or say, you know, we don't like, you know, whatever it is that's different about me than, than what they have. But yes. Yeah. She's competitive too. And I think she liked that about my That's family. That's the one thing in common. They, they, <laughs> I do like to win. See, she likes to win. We play games in my family. and We had competitions led by my sister Phoebe and uh, Leslie, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they cheat her because... Uh, That's the only way they can win. They cheated her a couple times out yes, of her prizes. Look, they do. They cheat. Phoebe, Leslie, they conspired to cheat my wife every time. So I knew that she was really in the family when they started cheating her out of stuff. (laughs) 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 Like, okay, y'all. Y'all wrong. (laughs) 
Yeah, so debates. <laughs> we like to debate my family. Uh, she fit right in. You know what I mean? She not as loud as we are, but she gonna put her two cents. She gonna stand her ground. You know what I'm saying? And so I think she fit right. She just fit like a glove. Really, she great. fit like a glove. That's great stuff. Honeymoon. Where'd you all honeymoon? We went to Myrtle. No. Myrtle. We went to Myrtle Beach. No. Okay. It started with the M. Where do we go? St. Martin. Yes. Oh, okay. St. Martin. Okay. St. Martin. And, okay. And that was 2019. And baby, baby came right. <laughs> it seemed, yeah, it seemed like baby came right after the honeymoon. <laughs> we, conceived, right, we were married in April and conceived probably about June. April. Right. About April. We honeymoon. <laughs> We were doing yeah, what June. grown people do. <laughs> well, we had decided to try. And I thought it would be more difficult because I am older. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was not. Well, how do you stay so youthful? I when, when I found out your age, I don't know what it was. 40. I just could not believe. I definitely thought you were uh, younger than Jamal. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said I call people out their name. He almost made me right there. <laughs> I mean, come on. Youthful genes runs in my family, mm-hmm. and I, I love water. Okay. That is like me my too. name. My main drink is water. I don't drink anything else. I don't drink or sodas. I'll drink like orange juice in the mornings on occasion. But like if I'm looking for anything to satisfy my thirst is water. I think that helps a lot too. But youth runs in my family. And that's why she get up three or four times a night to go use the bathroom. I get up three or four times a night to check out our darling doctor. How is motherhood? (laughs) Vincent. Busy? Oh my goodness. We have a one year old daughter who is toddling around now and yes, she keeps me busy during the day. Praise God that I'm able to be home with her, but mm-hmm. she is a busy, busy body and she has my face with Jamal's character. <laughs> <laughs> she has his personality. She wakes up in the morning bopping. Ready to go, oh, and I'm looking at her no. like, oh my God. <laughs> she wake up talking, yeah, and you know that's me. I'll be like, hey, guys. Like, hey, do no. She's ready, already chatting, and I'm just like, let me just get you this bottle so you can be quiet while you have your morning bottle. Yeah. <laughs> about 20 minutes of silence. That's and not a good thing. she's ready to go. Around. Oh, I'm going out of town with Jamal. I've learned not to be in the uh, in the same room oh, with him. Uh, I think the last time we went out of town may have been DC, and I think that I tried to let not let him know where my room was because gotcha. uh, so I don't. Yeah, I don't out. like to. I like to sleep in. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, I don't like all that loudness. Let's get up and go. Once I'm up, it's fine, but it's it's just too much. So good luck to you. No uh, Tierra, yeah. good luck. How has uh, being a father uh, changed your life, sir? Beautiful baby, Aria. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It gives you... <laughs> it's something. Honestly, fatherhood, you all have experienced it. Uh, it's, it's just different in a way. It changes your perspective. It reorients your life. Um you know I love to be out. I love to be amongst the people. That's what I do. I'm a, I like to be, you know, life of the party, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
the baby and wife, quite frankly, it, it changes everything. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, I'm responsible for somebody now. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible for two people now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it you take less risks uh, physically mm-hmm. that you would prior to. So I don't know. It's just responsibility. I, I When I think of the kids... Uh, my baby and my wife, I think of uh, a duty, responsibility. Uh, it's a higher call, right? I, it, I, I've been single for a long time, and I didn't have no baby for a long time. Mm-hmm. But this is, it's like, now I think about them before I think about Jamal. And that is, I'm the youngest in my family. I'm the youngest of four. Um, I didn't get married to 38 years old. So it... I've spent a lot of time worried about me. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, okay, how's my wife doing? What's up with the baby? You know, uh, I go to work now where I was going to work to stack money for myself so I can enjoy life mm-hmm. and the fruit thereof. Now I go to work so I can make sure that my wife got a, a nice house, a roof over her head. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the kid got some money in the bank so that we can... Um, help her go to school if she so chooses to go to school. Mm-hmm. I mean, so things change in that way. It that I'm pro, you know, provider now where I was just worried about Jamal before. How's the timing uh of this in your life? Has the timing of it been a good time? You know, like you said, late thirties, you know, you've lived <laughs> and traveled. Ends. You know, <laughs> you said the age. You know, you you traveled all over the world, you know, so the timing has it been, is it good timing? Perfect timing. Perfect timing. It's God's timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, I, I've, God allowed me to travel extensively, uh, party more than I should. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now I'm in a place of, thank, thanks be to the Lord, like comfort, comfortability. Mm-hmm. If that's a word. I don't know. If mm-hmm. uh, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've worked since I was 12 years old mm-hmm. and so she met me at the right time had she met me six years ago five years ago it had been different mm-hmm. uh, my mind wasn't right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about Jamal mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I'm in a different place so it, it's to me it's perfect timing my, you know all my buddies you know brothers they've had they had kids a long time ago and you, yeah, <laughs> they got high schoolers. Uh, right. uh, and so me, I got a one year old. It's you know, it's like wow. I, I still sometimes I still can't believe. Like Chris, when I walked in, he's like, I can't believe Jamal got a baby. I can't believe Jamal married. This Jamal, you know what I'm saying? This is Jamal party until four five o'clock in the morning, and don't know how he got home. You know what I'm saying? And so I think. This is this is better life. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's good stuff. We're sponsored by Zelia Rose Boutique. Z A L E A Rose Boutique. ZeliaRose.com and Jars by Jasmine. Uh, Very good stuff. Jars by Jasmine.
Pastor Wilkinson is watching us live, and she says, Aria says, Dada, Dada, uh, on the TV screen. So you are being watched by Grandma and Baby right now. She said, my darling children, Giselle Hampton has been watching, and Aaron Marie are watching us live now. So um, the actual factual, Kim Smith is not here, unfortunately, so I have to try to get through this alone. I'm going to try to do it. Five love languages. Okay, now listen carefully because I didn't do, I wanted to write it down, but I didn't. Um, so, Jamal, <laughs> five love languages uh, are words of affirmation, acts of service, gift giving, quality time, and physical touch. What is the most important one what is the one that tiara likes the most um words of affirmation (laughs) acts of service gift giving quality time or physical touch and tiara you're going to get the same one so go ahead and prepare okay uh my wife is words of affirmation words of affirmation she likes to uh I believe. Look at <laughs> 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 uh, No, my, I think whether she want to admit it or not, my wife likes to. Um, she likes to hear that she's loved. Uh, she likes to be affirmed uh, verbally, uh, and being. She likes to be told that you know she matters and she's doing a good job. It's mm-hmm. Certain stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm more. I'll let her say that, but like I, like I touch more than I think my wife likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah, baby, you know. So his is physical touch. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one supposed to be? Words of affirmation. Quality time. She loves quality time. Yes. Okay. So quality time would be before the words yes. of affirmation. That would okay. Be my she, she and what to about the gift gift giving? Okay. I'm not big on gifts. I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I would prefer to have, rather than you drop off a gift and go on your way, I prefer you to spend quality time with me. You know? Okay. Uh, what about for Jamal? Physical touch is his. Mm-hmm. I think. I think his physical touch and maybe acts of service. He appreciates acts of service if something is done, and uh, he he notices that maybe would fall into his area. And mm-hmm. if I do it, he would notice and appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. But I think his is a physical touch. Yeah, yeah. that's just uh, a big. A that's a big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he is. Okay. Hold my hand, be up, and then sometimes it's just like I already have a baby hanging off me all the time. <laughs> get away! It's right. It's like, do that to me all the time. Jamal, get out of me! I don't want to. You lay on me. You know. I'm like, I try to be. Come on, baby. Because I didn't know that it was his. His love language. So, what are some of the places that I, I don't think I asked this? Maybe I did. Um, other than the Virgin Saint Martin, you all a bit to so Saint Martin and. Mexico, Mexico City, and we went to St. Louis together. Okay, we drove down there. Okay, and, um, we've been to visit his family in Iowa mm-hmm. a couple times. Mm-hmm. We went there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, 
COVID put a hamper on that. We we got Jamaica planned for March, uh, May. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So we're going to Jamaica uh, in May. Uh, I'm going to get my wife to Europe. She wants to go to England. She's a big uh, fan of uh, London. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna. I'm going to take my wife to. Uh, she wants to go to uh, Japan. I'm mm-hmm. going to take my wife to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and. So those those two trips I know we're gonna do mm-hmm. when the baby get a little bit older. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to Disney World too. Okay. I, I'm looking forward to traveling. That's like I said, we we travel very well together. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I love and I've traveled. Uh, I, I need to get to Australia and Ar- Antarctica. Those are the only two continents I haven't been to. Well, good and luck. We're getting that article. We just had that article here last week, so you <laughs> <Right>. good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we we do that. So, how do you all handle um, uh, infidelity or an entanglement? You all have gotten married in this uh, new age of. Um, it's a, it's a brand new day. It's a new time. So you know, how do you all handle? Um, you know, infidelity is infidelity is just plain cheating. But now, you know, you can have an entanglement where your wife can have a have a girlfriend, and you and, and and I ain't gonna even say the other one. I think that's part of us being the age that we are when we got married. We knew, well, I knew he wasn't thinking about me. I knew what I was looking for in someone, mm-hmm. and found that in Jamal's and. I think with that maturity and communication and having God as our anchor, there is no handling of infidelity because there is no infidelity mm-hmm. because we made that decision to be faithful to each other. And that's why we went through the counseling. Even after we thought we had chosen right, we still did premarital counseling because if there was something else that we hadn't thought of ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, you go to the expert and she teased out some stuff that we hadn't even thought about or even realized in ourselves and pulled it out. And so I think with all of the work that we've done in having our relationship and in being together, I'm not just going to throw that away because I may feel lonely one day. Mm-hmm. If I'm feeling lonely one day, then it's my responsibility to communicate that to mm-hmm. my husband mm-hmm. and for him to hear me and perceive that and say, okay, what can I do so my wife doesn't feel lonely? Mm-hmm. Or if there's something going on with my, you know, my husband, like, hey, babe, I've been coming home and you've been meeting me or PJs every day. Can you at least, you know, try and look mm-hmm. nice? So, mm-hmm. you know, and for me to receive that, not as like a criticism, but saying, hey, my husband wants to come home and let's get something nice when he comes home. Mm-hmm. And for me to make the effort to do that, mm-hmm. I think that's a sign of maturity and a sign that, you know, you want some, we want it to work. And some people, I feel nowadays, they go into, well, if the marriage works out, it's cool. Or this is my starter marriage anyway. Or, you know, you know, we'll see how it goes. And if you go in with that attitude, yeah, you're leaving the door open for infidelity. You're leaving the door mm-hmm. open for other things. But if you go in saying, no, we have made a commitment before God and man. This is what we have decided we're going to spend the rest of our life till death do us part for real. So if something comes up, and it's an issue, this is my person, period. It doesn't matter if I'm frustrated with him right now, let me go calm down, but we're going to talk about it, and we're going to get over it and get through it, and I think it even helps when you're arguing. If you know, even though we're disagreeing right now, at the end of it all, we're going to make up and get past this, it even changes how you disagree. 
But, um, yeah, I feel like nowadays a lot of people are on that, you know, it's, it is what it is. He could, do, he could go to him. I can, you know, we could get a divorce. I'll get some alimony, whatever. You know, people have that mentality. If you have that mentality, then, yeah, you're going to get what you say. And if you go into something saying, well, he's not everything I want, or you're settling for something right. that you know is beneath you, or, you know, yeah, she's pretty, but she's not smart. You know, I don't have to have conversations with her. And now you sit across from, you know, a pretty doorknob and you you know (laughs) those uh entanglements at work with the girl across the road from you who has intelligence like you chose what you chose and so whatever i chose jamal Mm -hmm. because you know being up early in the morning his sound effects having self i knew what i chose Mm -hmm. and that's the choice i made and Mm -hmm. yes i can roll my eyes about the sound effects and whatever go into (laughs) another room and you know let him be him but at the end of the day this is a man that i chose and that i love and i made a vow to be with and we are going to work through whatever it Mm -hmm. is that we need to work through so that it can work Mm And I don't think that Jamal needs to add anything uh, after that. Uh, you know the rules. Don't mess it up, all right? Uh, <laughs> so, Miss uh, Turner. Miss Turner said pretty doorknob, laugh out loud. I haven't heard doorknob in a long time. But because yeah, because this is a black love super soul saver, said I'm not going to say what I say on Wednesday nights. Oh, okay. That's a different word I use for uh, doorknobs. How hard is it, or it may not be hard, to stay positive? This is a super soul saving Sunday. So how, how easy or how hard is it to stay positive, be a positive person, being a, 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 a good example to baby Aria, um, and you have a platform that you use uh, on Facebook, um, and you are very positive there. How important and how hard, if it's hard, for you to stay positive? I think, again, that's where my relationship with the Lord comes in. I'm a very pessimistic, sarcastic, glass half empty type of girl Mm -hmm. so it's very easy for me to go into the the negative Mm -hmm. if I'm not careful and my husband is the sunshine flowers and rainbows type of person person, glass half full so I think for me um, as far as in our marriage that's where that um, looking to show love to the other person where I'm looking after what can I do for him or what, how can I show him love today? How can I um, encourage him on today? And in that sort of mind frame, it's like, well, no one wants to come in to a frown. No one wants to come into like, watching my mouth so the first thing he doesn't hear when he comes over the doorstep is oh that garbage is still here can you like you know that kind of thing it's very hard for me I'm still working on it Mm -hmm. I know he comes home sometimes he comes home very early in the morning Mm -hmm. No, we have our arguments at four o'clock in the morning. Right, and I'm just like, oh, I just put (laughs) (laughs) so I'm working. Not to say that I've achieved, but there are moments where I do have that 
that clarity of thought, and I'm just like, you know what? He's had a hard day. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go cook some dinner, maybe you know, you know, take the baby down to the basement and play. Let's not ask him any questions. Let's go ask him to do anything. And I think in um, that relationship with God part is important because that helps me where I have those negative, when I have those negative moments, taking it to God and allowing him to like kind of refocus me and then I can take it to my husband in a different way mm-hmm. or say something differently instead of, um, you know, the, the biting way I may have said it originally, saying mm-hmm. it in a nicer yeah. tone, mm-hmm. in a nicer delivery. Um, it's not hard when you're conscious about it, but it is It's a work. But right, you know, two, two is this thought that this ain't about me. Right. This That's ain't about her. Right. You. This is about God. Right. This this marriage is a ministry unto God. Mm-hmm. And so really being positive, it you have to maintain that consciousness that it's not about her even. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. about the baby. It's about rendering service unto God. So mm-hmm. I think that that's what keeps this in a positive light mm-hmm. because it's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. We want to, and in a large part, it's modeling not for the baby, modeling for the world. As you mentioned earlier, we're living in a time where it's not even, people don't want to get married. They're deferring getting married for a long time and they're getting away from the original purpose of man. Mm-hmm. And so, in my mindset, I want to be able to be a positive influence, not on just my house, but I want to the larger world. We we are the light, and we're the salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. And so we have to maintain our saltiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? By staying in the Word of God. That's when we go back to the beginning of this. God is the center of our relationship, and it's true. It's, it's, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad to be, I, I want to be happy for my wife. I'm generally an optimistic person. But I know that this part of my service is to the Lord, you know, to be happy, to serve my wife, to be, to be optimistic and positive, uh, and, and it, it's emanating from a place, a well deep. Because Jamal is the stuff I see out there in the streets every day, or mostly every day. It does not make me happy, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit allows me to be happy when I come home. I'm putting on a good face for my wife. And for the, you know what I'm saying? That was my next question. You working with the public daily, how how are you able to just keep that smile, keep that positivity? Yeah. And that's your answer. Mm-hmm. The Lord. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not there yet, as my wife said, but seek ye first mm-hmm. the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and all of his righteousness and mm-hmm. all other things that we add to you. So I'm we seeking God first. We're mm-hmm. putting him first in our life. And Everything else takes takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about all those other things. We we just we're positive because God allows us to be positive. We mm-hmm. we're prosperous because God has allowed us to be prosperous. We're able to model certain things before the baby and before the world because God allows it. This mm-hmm. this is not Jamal. This is not Tierra. It's the Lord working through us. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit working through us. This is this is bigger than us. This mm-hmm. is, I mean, so. I think that is the lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm positive because God allows me to be positive in everything I see out there. I see death on Lake, on Lakeshore Drive. You, you get to see a lot of hurt, pain. I've been in the districts where you get to see domestic and fighting and uh, shooting and violence, but it's wrapped up 
I, I know that God, it, it's only because God allows it to be mm-hmm. happen. Because he wants you and you and you and you, me to work. Mm-hmm. He wants, he gave us work to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It, so, God, God is the center. He's the beginning and he's the end. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, it, it it's the second thought being positive. We get negative. We mm-hmm. go negative, you know, in our relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we, we have to bring it back. So like, mm-hmm. let's pray about this. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. And mm-hmm. I'll grab my wife in a minute. I'll be like, let's pray. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll grab me. She'll start praying. I'm mm-hmm. speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's speaking in tongues is not something I do, but uh, she does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's all right. Yeah. Do you all care about others' perceptions? And 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 being around non-believers, how does that Let's work out? That. So um, caring about you know other people's perceptions of, especially with you being positive, especially with religion and, and you know you people say they're spiritual, but not really professing Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know. How do you care about people's perceptions? Because you all are outspoken about it. You can go on social media and find a video of, of you, especially, but even with Jamal joining you too, talking about it. So um, how do you do you care about what other people I don't, think? I don't think it's a, um, like being caring about what other people think. I think we live authentically who we are. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what space I'm in. If I feel like I'm not going in, certain places preaching, you know, off the bat or saying, turn in your box. You know, I know how to move in circles where everyone is not saved or no one is saved, but I believe that you should live your truth. And I live who I am. I'm not fake or phony at any time. I don't believe my husband is either. So if there is an opportunity where something comes up or something, someone shares something and it's on my heart to pray for them, I'm going to ask, can I pray for you? And pray mm-hmm. for them right there. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, I'm you know afraid of how it may look if I say, because this is something I say I believe, mm-hmm. and I do believe it. So I'm going to offer you prayer because I believe prayer works. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be fake or phony about that. And how someone else receives that, that's on them. And I think that's uh, the problem a lot. Of, we won't go into church talk a lot, but a lot of people do see phoniness. They mm-hmm. see a pastor preaching at, in the pulpit on one day, and then we see a scandal the next day, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, these this doesn't match. Mm-hmm. And so I know in my life, it's my aim um, that I always match, no matter what I'm doing, if it matches. Can mm-hmm. I say that? No it, matter who's around, whether you know me or not, mm-hmm. it should match. Mm-hmm. She, it does match for her. Mm-hmm. It does match. Mm-hmm. Not only for her, but her, her mom, her family, um, her mother, mm-hmm. um, who I know intimately, it, it's not fake for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, where I would be skeptical of certain things uh, with pastors, mm-hmm. I, I see my mother-in-law as somebody who operates in integrity. Mm-hmm. I see my wife as somebody who operates in integrity. I, and my wife... <laughs> My wife won't cheat or lie on her taxes, and we all do, right? <laughs> so I'll be like, I'm like, babe, we gonna fudge these numbers, my, and she's like, you can fudge your numbers, but you don't, don't mess with mine. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I was like, well, babe, you know, my wife, uh, she chose to stay home and take care of the baby and leave her job, the job, and so I was like, well, babe, 
I want uh, public assistance, right? Mm-hmm. We can we can go in. We gonna get WIC because I grew up on WIC. I grew up on some public aid. Love a good link. Yeah, bro, I love link. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Well, I'm not going in there line." Okay. Yeah, right. I'm like, she she don't want to not. She's gonna she live it authentically, and God is important to her. Integrity is important. The truth mm-hmm. is important. Well, me, I'm willing to kind of okay. Let's just push it a little bit. I want that link card. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I want link. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful thing. I was excited about it. She dashed my dreams about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so uh, yeah, but it's it's authenticity, being authentic, and having again having having him as as the center. We don't. Um, it's just who we are, and, and it's not really being worried about uh, what people say or think. Mm-hmm. This is our truth, mm-hmm. and we're gonna share it with uh, the world. And we're coming to a time where, if you read in the Bible, uh, a Jew, uh, he said we got to contend for the faith. Mm-hmm. We got to struggle for the faith. We mm-hmm. got to push the faith. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, now, more so than ever, because there's so many options, mm-hmm. right? We're going to do this and we can do that. And no, what does it say? You know, mm-hmm. and so we have to contend. We have to let it be known that Christ is the way. Mm-hmm. He's the truth and he's the light. Mm-hmm. So we are sponsored by Zelia Rose Boutique and Jars by Jasmine. Who is the best singer between the two of you? Jamal. Jamal is the best singer? Yeah, the I'm going to lay down my burden down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm going to lay down my burden down by the riverside. Okay. Down by the riverside. I'm going to lay down my burden down by the riverside. Okay. Now, Jesse. Okay. Oh, okay. You like to blend. Yeah. You like to blend. blend. Okay. I ain't no soloist either. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell. <laughs> Who's the best cook? Me. Okay. I cook more. Okay. Well, more. just because you cook more doesn't mean you're the best cook. <laughs> yeah, I oh, okay. Come on. Okay. I like how you clarified that, but yes, I am. <laughs> okay. okay. She's the best cook. Okay. So, you all share uh, a food fetish in Chinese. Uh, you all. What, what I, was, I used to beg the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to beg Jamal not to go eat uh, in Chinatown during in the height of the pandemic. He would go right. over to China and get Chinese <laughs> See, food. See, I'm not even going to go. <laughs> I have a multicultural fan base, and we are not going to step on any toes today. Please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, best cook. You all love Chinese food. <laughs> yes, and who is the best dancer? Me. Hold on, hold on. He, now, that was a strong me. That was a strong me. Now, she really gave me the other. I'm the best dancer in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you're the most free dancer. <laughs> <laughs> you dance. I don't know if you're the best. See, I prefer the sprinkler. Okay. Uh, no, the, the Jamal does do a mean sprinkler. We, yeah. we, at, even at your reception, we had to make sure. He did the sprinkle. He is known for doing that, even in very large crowds. So, Jamal, they say uh, with a relationship, 
uh, is at stake. It's usually because a woman is unhappy. Do you believe that? Uh, when a relationship is at stake, it's usually the woman that's unhappy. And uh, how can we possibly combat that? Wow. Uh, I hadn't heard that before, mm -hmm. but I could probably agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, I read, <laughs> this is not, but I read a report that in China, uh, women are, most of the women are uh, requesting a divorce. Mm. I don't know about America, but in China, that the women are. But uh, you know what? I personally try to make it fun. We play. Me mm -hmm. and my wife, we play. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we try to um, do things that I try to make my wife laugh. Uh, and I play with her. She plays with me. We try to keep it interesting in that way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in terms of, you know, sexually and stuff like that, we try mm -hmm. to make sure that each other are happy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I ask, you we, we have to, you know, have to ask, mm -hmm. you know, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and try to do what they want, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so, uh, I think that's, that's important. Mm -hmm. A lot of play and sex, if you can. <laughs> There's been less because of baby. <laughs> but... You know, well, you know, you live and learn. That is, uh, that's good stuff. So, happily unmarried or, I always mess this up, Jesus. Unhappily married, unhappily married, or happily unmarried. Happily. Have we already gotten married? Um, you've been married. So, so you single person? Right. So, is it best to stay in the marriage unhappy? Oh. Or is it best to be happy single? Right. So that's why it's unhappily so married, married or happily unmarried. Making this because I would tell a single person be happily single. Mm -hmm. Don't get into an unhappy marriage just to be married. Mm -hmm. But if you're unhappily married, I believe that you should try to get to happy married. Mm -hmm. Like you're still in the marriage, there's still opportunity for you to work towards being happy like counseling or um communication like trying different things to try to make the happily married mm -hmm. turn out mm -hmm. um i feel like if one party has given up the fight i would say let that party walk away mm -hmm. i wouldn't mess like using us as an example because this has never happened but if Jamal was unhappy but I wanted to work on it I'm going to push working on it as hard as I can until he brings divorce papers and then it's mm. like okay mm -hmm. but I'm not going to go get divorce papers because he says he's unhappy I'm going to say okay what can I do what do we need to work on what do I need to change what can we work out to make this a happy marriage mm -hmm. again because again you may to me marriage is a, you make vows and it's a commitment before the Lord and man. So if we've made vows to each other and we've purposed in our hearts to have this commitment, okay, I know that there will be hard times, difficult situations, but when those hard times do come and if you have multiple hard times and if you're not communicating and if things fall away, 
then it's like, okay, we're in this space now. We have to work our way back to where right. we were before. Mm-hmm. But if another party, that's why I said nowadays people want the easy way. Mm-hmm. The easy way is to go get a divorce, mm-hmm. start over, mm-hmm. see me, mm-hmm. get somebody new. But I feel it's a much richer story to say, hey, we went to a place where we were really on two different sides of the coin. And we worked our way back to happy. And mm-hmm. to me, that would make a stronger marriage, even than one that was maybe happy all the way through, because mm-hmm. we saw the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm-hmm. and we still chose to work it out. Mm-hmm. So I would say, whatever you can do to fight back to happily married, mm-hmm. do that. Save abuse. Mm-hmm. I will say, don't sit around and get hit on. Mm-hmm. Don't get, you know, don't let nobody, man or woman, because some women be yeah. hit on the men too. Yeah, it's me. not always me. Sometimes that's how that. people show they love. Some people show that's, love that's that way. Not, that's not love. And okay. See, that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. That's how we get to having all of this. The world loves drama. Mm-hmm. Some people, mm-hmm. they don't think it's a real relationship unless there's drama. Yeah, if there's no true. fighting, if there's that's no true. screaming, if I'm not going home crying to, mm-hmm. to my friend literally crying, mm-hmm. then he doesn't love me. Because if he loved me, there'd be passion. And they think that's passion. Passion, yeah, he slapped me in my face because he cares. He wouldn't be so angry if he didn't love me so much. Yeah. Some people have that warped that's view of yeah. love. And that's why you have to train up a child in the way he should go. And a lot of us are learning and repeating patterns that we have allowed to persist in um, in our uh, culture, yeah. communities. And people think this is normal when it's not normal. Mm-hmm. And things like being happily married is not normal. So it's like no, very right. rare or ooh, somebody's hiding something or somebody going to just wait and see. Somebody going to step out. Somebody going to do something. He must have a boo on the side. They not tell the truth. Like it's always talked about when something's happy. But if it's drama going on, you know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And when it's not okay. Mm-hmm. So, we human. You know what I mean? Right. We human. It's, 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 uh, yes. it's work. Right. It's work. Don't work. You know, and, it, and it's... And it's hard sometimes. You don't see, I mean, you think about athletes and uh, who do we admire most? The athletes that they get with a team and they stay with those teams forever, right? They win the championships with those teams. They're with those teams when they're down, mm-hmm. when they're up. There are some players now that they switch teams every, you know what I mean? It's just like, exactly. And it's not, it's like, wait, I want a long-term contract. I don't want a one or two-year contract. Mm-hmm. Put me in a long-term contract. Let me play for you. Uh, there are very few athletes who have been, uh, they play for different sports, right? There's mm-hmm. a, who we had, Bo, Bo Nose. Yeah. He was uh, successful in two. Yeah. And, uh, Sanders. And right? Deion Sanders. But yeah. Jordan, most, most athletes, they play one sport. Mm-hmm. They play it throughout their career. Mm-hmm. In marriage, we playing for one team, one sport throughout. If you're jumping around, you don't have the time to dedicate and perfect the sport that you're in. And so I think of it like that. I'm with Tierra. This is it. Let me perfect this. Mm-hmm. Rather than a chick on the side here and there, you don't, 
she brings out some great things in me, mm-hmm. right? So you, you put spread in too, you spread yourself too thin when you mm-hmm. when you put yourself out there like that, you mm-hmm. know. And even when you're single, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah. So that's how I think about it. Okay. Uh, well, it has been a pleasure having you all here today, and I want to thank you. Sister uh, Whitlock, I know you are the one that made this happen. <laughs> um, you know, Jamal has no problem canceling on me at any point, uh, no matter what it is. So I want to thank you personally for making this happen. You all have been great, and you all have definitely lived up to the definition of black love, and you all have... Uh, definitely shown us what it is like to be positive and to use your words and your actions in service to save souls on this super soul saving Sunday. <laughs> I love saying that. No, um, it has been uh, great watching you all grow together um, and being at the wedding and uh, you definitely bring out a different uh, a goodness to Jamal and a balance to Jamal that, uh, you know, is needed, you know, definitely needed. It has been a pleasure I, because of the pandemic, as Tony would say, um, <laughs> the pandemic. Uh, I, I haven't got a chance to see baby Joy too much, but I have been able to look right in her face the entire show because she oh. looks just <laughs> like you. It is Yo, just unreal yeah. <laughs> how she looks just like you. And that's a good thing. That is a good thing because we definitely don't want no little girl looking like Jamal. Uh, you see they have on wifey and hubby sweatshirts um, and uh, continue blessings and goodness uh, to you both. And um, it's just wonderful. And good luck with the baby walking now. This is a brand new, I would always tell Jamal, enjoy these days when she can't move and she just sit there and look at yeah. you and laugh because now it is over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we thank you too. Yeah. Uh, yes, thanks for having me. You have great success in Sir Goodwin Live. And it's been going on for a long time. It didn't start and stop it. It's been consistent. You show a lot of fire and purpose mm-hmm. in what you're doing and excellence in which this is black this is black excellence. And and I love black excellence. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad my wife insisted. That we come because <laughs> this you looking at black excellence, yeah. so I appreciate you. Brother. Well, well, thank you. Uh, it's fun for me. This is fun, and hopefully, uh, we'll continue to get better and grow um, in this uh, social media world. Tierra, tell us where we can follow you on social media. The people need to know. The people need the word. The people need the positivity. I have a Facebook page. It's Tierra R. Whitlock. W-H-I-T-L-O-C-K. Um, that's my um, where I post most of my... Um, I'm doing a Bible study right now. Mm-hmm. Weekly Bible study. I just did Genesis on yesterday. So we just just got started. Um, but I'm there every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. You can find me there on Instagram. I believe it's Miss Tierra Renee mm-hmm. is my handle. Mm-hmm. That's the most where I 
Okay, and you do you podcast. You're a podcaster yeah, as well. We have, we're not as current as you, which is why I didn't <laughs> mention it because we kind of fell off on ours. But if you want to look us up, we are on. It's called That's My Sister Show. We're on Spotify. We're on. Uh, da, da, da. What is the Apple? iTunes. iTunes. Thank Come you. Come on, Chris. Um, and we're on one more. But I can't think of it right now. But okay. yes, we are on Spotify and iTunes. What's the name of it again? It's called That's My Sister Show. And then maybe we can talk and you can record your audio. We can put it. I can upload the stuff on the unapologetic handle as well. We definitely want to get some more positivity uh, on our I'll platform. I'll to my partner and see if she agrees. No, I'm saying you're... Uh, your it's your words of inspiration. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, oh, um, we're trying to figure that. out how we can do that without actually being here in oh, the okay. studio. That's so uh, we're working that out. Empress Zora Fuller. Yes, Lady Empress. Lady Empress Zora Fuller, Fuller says Tiara can dance better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's a dancer. Thank you, Empress. There we go. That's definitely been settled. Thank you all. Follow Unapologetic on all podcast platforms and all social media platforms. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are sponsored by Jobs by Jasmine and Zelia Rose Boutique. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. We'll see Kim on Wednesday. Thank you all.